So this is Winley Mania, and it's just me, Andrew, right here <laughs> by myself. But not by myself entirely. I got a Laszlo with me, and uh, it's awesome to talk to you, man. But Hello, it's you, Laszlo from Hungary, Middle right, Europe. From Hungary. It's, it's really cool that, you know, hmm. and, uh, but mainly I'm talking about your, uh, your EP that came out. Uh, when, when did it come out specifically? Like the, it came out in May, May. Yeah. This year, May, 2021. Exactly. But the, the project is called all the round objects. And yeah, that's right. the EP is popular sci-fi concepts. And I'm really, I've been listening to it the past few days. I'm really into it. Oh, so. I'm intrigued. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have, so like, what, how did this happen? Like what, have, have you always like, have you played in like different bands and stuff? Like, okay. So what happened here is I'm a very introverted man, like on level 10 or 20. And yeah, I had a band at the university, but it kind of just broke up with friends moving away and finishing university, graduating and starting to work. And later on, I had my wife and two kids. And I started to realize, aside of having my day job, I need something for fun. So I started to record my old songs and started writing new ones. And we had a lot of talks with my friends about science fiction movies and science fiction stuff, comics, novels stuff like that and we came up with these cliche ideas of science fiction stuff like time travel robots and nazi uh, nazi base on the other side of the moon right yeah and we have written a, uh, some songs and an ep about that my my friends have written the lyrics and i made all the recording and guitar recordings and used software for drums and i reached out to some people on fiverr for violin and saxophone and this is how this all came together this spring cool so for fun right right but it and so you you said it's like it was like a collaborative thing between you and your friends pretty much yeah yeah exactly totally for fun okay but have, before this, have you, did you, were you in any other projects or did anything sort of like this before? Or is this like the, you know? I, I have another project in my native language, Hungarian, where I turn contemporary poems to rock songs. Oh, okay. So that was phase one, just like in the Marvel universe. Right. Yeah. That's, this this I, can be considered phase two, maybe. Yeah. Actually, I don't. This I was trying to dampen this light behind me, so I, my Zoom background is the uh, the Kirby Crackle, the Jack Kirby. He his little design he would do for space. Oh. I, yeah, I, I'm trying to dampen this light that's like right above me. But I thought it would fit, you know, sci-fi, you know, sort of thing. So, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a huge Jack Kirby fan too, so. I, 
so it, the the EP itself, like popular sci-fi con- concept. Sorry, it, the is it sort of did you did you mention that it was like making fun of like cliches and stuff lyrically in in a sense? Yeah, I tried to do so. Yeah, because I think some of these concepts or all of them are so overused. It's so hard to see a good movie nowadays about time travel or robots. They are right. turning. If if I see another one, I think <laughs> of it being a cliche. Right. Not not just a cliche, but the parody of itself, of the concept itself. Right. And there are so many bad movies about them. Sure. So I thought, well, yeah, why not? Let's do an EP about yeah. this. Uh, I mean, I agree with to that. I mean, I feel like I'm really big comic fan, and I feel like some storylines they're really stretching it with just like what they could think of next. I mean, there are some right. I mean, Donny Cates is a guy I've mentioned on this show, like kind of forefront of like marvel comics right now he's probably the most original guy but yeah i mean just an idea inspired by an idea and of an idea and it's sort of just all this big circle so i definitely get it is he a showrunner of a comic or a writer uh the the most recent thing he did he had a really big venom run and Uh it sort of culminated in this this king of black king in black arc where the yeah the 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 Cenobites kind of, or not the Cenobites, that's Hellraiser, but uh, the, uh, basically what Venom is, like, there was like a god version, and it came and invaded Earth, but I guess that's sort of a cliche too, but there was, there was like different, like, uh, there was a layer of like personal trouble between, you know, the main character and his son, and I, you know, I kind of was really into that aspect. Yeah, it's interesting. Is that something I should look up? I mean, if he wanted to, I mean, uh, I think his whole Venom run was really, really good. He did, uh, he did some Thor as well. If you're into that, so. oh. is that a male Thor or a female Thor? Uh, the, he did the well, like the male one, yeah. Ah, okay. So, speaking uh, Donny Cates, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm making my notes. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh. So, what what's some of like the uh, like s- sort of the influences as far as the sound goes? Like, like I really like the No Robot song because it, it 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 reminds me of like uh, almost like Dinosaur Junior in a sense. Like some of like the the more acoustic, like or maybe even like Jay Maskus's stuff. If if you're familiar with any Dinosaur Junior, that's but it and. You know, that's definitely in my wheelhouse of what I like. So, I mean, but very interesting. There is a site called Submit Hub where you can submit your songs and people tell their opinion about your songs. And you can also submit to playlists and curators. And I have submitted a lot of my songs, like 20 there, even the Hungarian ones or the English ones. And you are probably the 15th guy telling me that it sounds like Dinosaur Jr. Wow, that's so really interesting. It must be something common. I, tra- I I looked him up 
and started listening to some of his songs and I just listened two or three and yet did not find a connection. So I think I will have to go deeper. What, in what sense does it sound like my stuff or how, how do I as an amateur guitarist playing in my attic, how do I sound like him? So um, this is something to look up for. I, I, well, Dinosaur Jr. is probably more known for like, when they play, they, they're a really loud band. Um, uh -huh. but, but the thing is, they also have like these like other tracks that are uh, a little more, like they have like, you know, a slight aggression to them, but they're a little more chill. And uh -huh. I and it's it's you doing vocals on the EP, right? I am doing all the vocals, yes. Right, and the way you double tracked it as well, like on both sides, uh, it kind of it. That's your the style is really close to Jay Mask. Like it doesn't sound like you're like ripping them off. If that's not what I'm getting at, it's just very. Uh, it's like a familiar sound, and that's uh -huh. sort of like what it is for me but i mean he's he has like his own like solo albums where he does like acoustic stuff and if you know if you were to but i i get that like you know he, someone telling you what your stuff sounds like and you're like where did they get that because i i, I get that exactly. because like maybe that's not what you were thinking of and it's like i, I don't <laughs> but you know exactly because i was listening to a lot of grunge music or right. more specifically post-grunge so even though a lot of people hate Nickelback, I love Nickelback. Right. And yeah. Also, my big other influence is the Oasis band. Okay, yeah, yeah. United Kingdom. But Dinosaur Jr. is not so popular here in Europe. It, mm -hmm. It's something, a niche band. So this is an area I have to explore. Why do so many people uh, compare my stuff that's really like 15 other people. Like that's, I mean, yeah. I, Interesting. Yeah. So Nickelback too, huh? That's, <laughs> I mean, anyway, I can't yeah. hate those, those hooks are great. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like the, I, I, ever, I love that they also do not consider or they, I think that, other bands also do not consider them themselves too seriously, but they admit it. So there are there's the song "The Rock Star." I just right. want to be a big rock star, living hilltop houses and all the stuff. So making fun of themselves. Yes, yeah. I can really, I can really um, not compare, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think they are, they are on a right track in, in this 21st century, considering everything coming together, being, being an influencer band, being, being a stadium band, and making fun of it. That's perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I've, uh, there's, they've done some interviews. Uh, uh, you know, I'm also a guitar player, so like I, I, I look in a, at other people's gear, no matter what, what they play, honestly. And I've, I've watched some stuff with Chad Kroger and I don't know the other guitar player in Nickelback's name, but the, you know, 
them just talking about their gear and stuff, they they seem pretty like chill, like relaxed guys, and like gotta respect it, you know. Yeah, and I don't know whether you managed to read. There was a long Playboy interview with Chad Kroger, like ten years ago or six years ago. It's a long interview, like twenty pages or so. Wow. And you can see the rock and roll in him. So even starting the name of the band, maybe his father was saying that you get the, your nickel back or something. Oh, like the name, the origin of the yeah, yeah, and okay. and all his stuff he did when he was young and he was a child and. And again, the whole interview is about making fun of himself and not considering himself too much, and right. being together with assholes in my work all the time. <laughs> and right. uh, people are being too serious and thinking about the rules and regulations and processes all the time, and turning to something like Nickelback in the night. It's really make it's 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 a great hobby, I think. And if mm -hmm. I can make fun of myself like that, I think it's uh, liberating, mm -hmm. kind of making me free in the night in my attic. <laughs> right. I mean, you gotta have like time for that, you know. And, and, and you, I have I, serious time management processes built yeah. up, and time slots and schedules, just like this one. Right. So I'm so glad that before work, mm -hmm. we, we could find a time slot and after your work. Right, so it's right. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm planning ahead like one or two months. I have my calendar filled up with stuff. That is, I, I should really try that because I am on like, not even a week by week basis of how I plan. Like I'll have oh. like some things planned, but like usually it's just like, you know, I'm working six days of the week. It's like I'm just gonna be there all day. I don't really know what else to do about it right now. But you know, and but and usually like like some like the creation of this show and like you know and practicing might be sporadic. Like we'll have like a goal, but like getting to that goal it it might be like sporadic like uh-huh as to like building up to the like you know what i mean like doing the things to achieve the goal like those things are like practicing and recording and whatnot it's very sporadic but uh yeah i really should get a, a calendar and do, do you In do what you're doing goal, is, is there any particular goal oh uh, well want... i mean right now i mean we're we're you know, we're planning on recording our own stuff as well. And we're supposed to be starting this week, actually. So, uh, and it's like in our, we practice in like, we, I, we usually record this like in a storage unit and we have like all of our gear in there and it's like sound treated to an extent because we're going to be recording live drums in there. And, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, it's, but that's that's like the main goal right now is to get that done. But and uh, I mean, all, I think all this, this is a this this is a good goal because a lot of people think that I want to be rich or I want to have my songs on Spotify. But what does it actually mean? I think you have to have uh, 
particular or, or written down goals like record an album. So I think you, you have probably a list of songs you would like to record, right? And yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've had like these, you know, we have like eight songs that we've had for a while. We've, you know, we've been practicing them. We've played so much shows and this is like, this is what's going to be on this thing. And then we even have stuff for like the future, like for future releases, but you know. Yeah, yeah, this is perfect because now you have the schedule, like the schedule for recording, the mixing and mastering, and what else is needed, like a, a cover art. Right, right. And then you can just publish it and play on shows, just like you mentioned. But even some of my friends say that uh, I have I have hundred songs written, and I say, okay, where can I listen to them? Well, right. they are not in that state yet. Well, okay, can I listen to a demo? Well, I haven't had the time to record even one from those hundred songs. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a good goal to have a hundred songs in your mind <laughs> right. or on your laptop only. But recording an album it's 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 a pretty definitive schedule and a relatable goal yeah so you you plan to finish this album this year uh i mean it's a, like we we did we we had recorded an ep uh 3 years ago and we you know recorded it put it out did a bunch of like run of shows out of town and stuff and but that was like a time where the four of us had like way more free time uh-huh. and uh so it's it's i don't know if it's going to come out by the end of this year but i would be very happy if like you know the process like started because it's just been kind of a crazy year for yeah for each of us so i mean you know as long as the process starts and we you know i i would like to get like at least the rhythm stuff done by the end of this year like drums and bass but what would be the title of the album uh the title uh right now it's uh well a lot of people might not know this uh i don't know but uh it's uh motion pictures are your best entertainment that's going to be the title of the uh and it's uh based off of this old uh in 1938 the american film industry was like failing and so all the studios got together and had this like scheme to like get people back in the theaters because there you know there was the great depression was at you know a certain point and the general public thought of like theaters as like a fad pretty much like it was it was already you know not going to be like a it was going to be going away soon just like a thing but um so all the theaters got together and they had this like sort of like a quiz put together and it was like it was a conglomerate of like six different studios and they were all putting out like something like 50 films between september and december of 1938 Wow. And the quiz was like, take this quiz and you can win money from Uh $250,000. It was like a cash pool, which in 1938, I mean, that's, you know, 
even if that's like 500 bucks, that's, that's still pretty good. Right. But it turned out like a lot of these films that were in the quiz weren't released or the quizzes like were like the questions were like misspelled or some of the answers were false. And then like, so it was pretty much impossible to answer this quiz. And then the people who managed to answer the quiz and get like all the questions right, their cash prizes didn't even make up to the amount of money they spent on movie tickets. So, so, but the, uh, the advertisement was like 1938 motion pictures, greatest year. And then it said, motion pictures are your best entertainment and i just do, yeah. do you think is this this quiz available on the internet somewhere that story the the whole quiz you mentioned oh yeah i i, I think someone posted it uh i think oh. if you just look up like 1938 motion pictures are your best entertainment or you know something along so, those lines i suppose some of these movies were finished after that. So do you think today we could fill out that questionnaire and? Uh, maybe, I mean, like, I, again, some of the questions were like pretty messed up either grammatically or like some of the answer, like it was multiple choice as well. And so hmm. some of those were messed up and then some of them never came out. So, uh-huh. yeah. So now we could call it a hoax, right? Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, uh, I don't think RK, RKO is one of the studios. I don't believe they exist anymore. So, like, that was uh, Howard Hughes' old studio. And but uh, and how are your songs connecting to that era or, or the, the word back then? Um, I think it's just, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, any of the content in the songs, I think it's more of like just the idea of like 1938 ended up not being like motion pictures greatest year, but then 1939 you had gone with the wind and wizard of Oz and 1939 ended up being like way better. And I feel like that's like the story of like us in a way, like we've had a couple of like rough spots past year or two. So I feel like with this release, it's sort of like, hey, here's like, you know, we finally did something after like, again, that that last EP we put out was like 2018. So, yeah. Will the songs differ in a way like there is a big alternative rock band, same motel in Los Angeles, and they just came out with a double album called the original motion picture soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah, I know about that. those songs differ a little bit, kind of like movies differ. And there is a love song. There is a, a song making fun about having a fight in a bar in Texas. And, I gotta and look into that. Like that. It's 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 a really great album. And what they did this summer. So again, they are based in Los Angeles, but they are a friend with a composer in Macedonia. So they traveled to Macedonia and they recorded the whole album, re-recorded in a live event with the Philharmonics in Macedonia. And there was a live gig on Eventbrite. Maybe it was Eventbrite. So basically streaming the whole thing. 
and for one prize for a one-time event you could watch them performing this great rock alternative rock album with a philharmonic style big band and it was so great that sounds really cool i I gotta look into that and I, i i do like you know as you were saying like songs how the songs like reflected the uh like how, what movies and stuff like and and how they like sort of change stylistically i i'm really into that um and again this this whole album is so great and one of the songs called a good song never dies okay and it's about how a producer from Hollywood or whatever big company, recording company, is coming to a band and saying, your song has to be this and this and this and that. Okay. And they basically say, no. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's cool. There's, I think there's, there, uh, there's a band called Against Me. Um, Against Me. And they, they had a record where they, they got to, a, they were, they used to be like a, they were like a smaller punk band. They kind of blew up and they, they definitely had like songs where lyrically you could tell what was going on. Like just about like dealing with like, you know, record companies and, and A&R and whatnot. So I like that kind of stuff too. Just like, man, I'm really sick of this stuff. having to just the music business in general, but yeah. So, with this project, do you is you, you said it's just for fun, so you know, n- not any ideas about any like live shows or live things like that. I tried a few shows on the Instagram, on even YouTube, but I'm too introverted for that. Okay. So I don't really like to see my face on the camera or the pictures. Oh, I'm sorry about this. I just, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, it, no. It, well, this is audio only, so hopefully that yeah, should, we, okay. We see each other during the recording, so that's that's perfect. But, right, right, right. But for a big audience, I think my audio is enough. Yeah, yeah. And I plan. I, I found that Spotify is the perfect channel for me, or the po- perfect platform. In in that matter, I can just post my audio and people can listen to them. Or my main goal was to record everything and send it that way, share it with my friends. Not just saying, I have written dozens of songs and you can listen here. And basically that was the reason I know that I will not gain too much money from it. So yeah, it's it's just for fun, and I think it's cheaper than than medicines, <laughs> right. or or they uh, playing the guitar doesn't give so much addiction, right? And it's not so harmful, and I think my family can relate to that. Yeah, I mean, it it's something I I've kind of lost. I, all of my gear and stuff is at the storage unit. I don't have any guitars in the house right now. And I've, I haven't had any in the house for, you know, several months. And it's definitely a thing where I'm like, I should really get one back in here because I feel like that would solve a lot of like, you know, some of like the, you know, stressful times I got going on, but 
you know, hopefully I, I'll, I'll get a guitar in here soon enough. But <laughs> but have you do you know what uh, Bandcamp is? Yes. Yeah. I mean, is uh, any of your stuff on Bandcamp? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes. My stuff is available on Bandcamp. But I found that again. Is the Spotify? Is the Spotify works better for me. Okay. Maybe the, maybe the playlist system. Okay, that's right. Yeah, or, or just suits me better, or even the user interface. I can I can relate to that. I found that you need some kind of larger audi- audience on Bandcamp, or yeah. a way you can connect to fans there, which I cannot really do. Right. Maybe my my listener base is not so huge, or my songs are not just not so catchy, or even not not. I don't know the the hook on the do's and don'ts of sci-fi. I I really. They, I mean, I was into that. So so I appreciate you telling me. You may know that all this stuff are recorded with an acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. And I just uh, distorted it with GarageBand. Oh, okay. So it's not a real electric guitar. I mean, you know, there's... This is my, one of them, one of Uh my acoustic guitars, and I just play everything on this. Cool. And I distort it later. I mean, there's electronics involved, so, I mean, you could get away with saying electric guitar, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, uh, computers in twenty twenty one, right? You can do everything. Sure, you know, I, uh, I, it's it's pretty crazy. Crazy, we're doing this. I mean, you're I'm in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and you're in Hungary, and you know, I'm recording, yeah. and we're looking at each other, and yeah. So there you go, technology. But I don't think there no robots though, right? No, <laughs> no, none of those. But uh, I mean, yeah. It, I really appreciate you doing this, Laszlo. Very- I appreciate you inviting me, yeah. and again scheduling this very early time slot for you. No problem for me. I'm a I'm usually up sometimes anyway. So, but uh, do, is there anything else like you you'd want to mention? I have to admit that I am into some cheesy stuff. So I just watched this new movie on Netflix called Red Notice. Have you heard about it? Uh, it's like the most expensive. I just saw like headlines about it being the most expensive Netflix movie. And there's like Dwayne Johnson. I have not watched it, though. Yeah, I understand these stars, Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot have earned 20 20 20 million dollars for their roles and maybe this was one of the causes of the coast uh-huh. so i just want to say to everybody who's listening to this that if you want to watch a, a fun action movie and nothing else so you don't have to expect too much right but if you are like having a hangover <laughs> or want to do the ironing, which I do while watching TV, Red Notice is perfect for you. Cool. You have to know that 
Hungarian people really like to watch movies in Hungarian language. Uh-huh. So we have a serious process of uh, famous Hungarian actors making uh, what is that called dubbing? Oh, the overdub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in Hungarian. Okay. But this movie was so cool that I want to watch in in English as well because I like Ryan Ryan Reynolds' own voice. So I plan to watch it for the second time in English. Okay, that's cool. I mean, so okay, it's not a die-hard movie or not a not a lethal weapon, uh-huh. but it's funny. Okay, it's cheesy and it happens. What happens? What you expect to happen in these kind of movies? But it's fun. Okay, uh, real quick, what what is the best sci-fi of all time? Oh my god. The best side. Okay. So can I say a novel? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there is a guy in the United Kingdom, I guess, Ian um, Banks, and he has written a novel called The Player of Games. Mm -hmm. And he has written, well, he passed away, but he had written a lot of novels in this world he calls culture. Culture is a system of planets. And on one planet, there is a game almost like chess. But this game, this game rules how you can be a mayor or how you can be a president. So it's connected to politics. And one guy, the main hero of the story, is invited to this game because he is the player of games. Okay. And he has to go through the game playing chess, but it's not just chess. It, it involves this politics. And of course, the secret service is coming in and they are doing their secret plan. It's amazing. And I understand it's in the works of being turned to a movie. Oh, okay. But it can be almost as hard to turn it to a movie like the Dune series. So I think we have to wait a few years to have that, but it's in the works. It sounds like I have enough time to read it if it's (laughs) before the movie comes out. You can, you can read it. So I might, I probably will. But because I what what they did in Hungary, the this publishing agency bought the whole series. And Player of Games is the maybe the third or the fourth book of this series, but the best one. Okay. So they published it first without the context. They published it first. And I just said, wow, what a book. And after that, I bought all the books of his author. And they were mediocre. <laughs> That's that's really a shame. You find like a diamond, and then everything else is just and I, I even soil. sold. I sold all of them through uh-huh. Facebook and other apps, but I kept this one because it was so catchy and it is so good. So I don't think anyone should read them in the order or in the correct order you find on Goodreads or Amazon or whatever. I think you should start with the player of games. 
And later on, you can think about reading one or two other, but the sure. player of games, it's perfect. Sure. Well, I'm, you know, that's, I'm going to check it out, but, uh, do you, for, uh, you know, for all the round objects, can you, is there like a social media or anything where people can go and follow that? Yes. I'm available on Instagram, all around objects, and of course, Spotify, because some people consider Spotify as a social media. And yeah, why not? Right. You post things there and people accept or consume things there, right? Right. In a way, it can be considered social media. Cool. And I'm also available on Twitter, again, all around objects. You can find me there. Cool. Yeah. I'll make sure I'm going to get all the links and when I, when this gets posted and everyone will be able to find it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I really appreciate you, you know, hanging out and talking about the EP. I'm, I'm really into it. I, I hope Thank more you people, that. you know, pick up on it and it's, 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 it's really fun. Listen. And I'm uh, yeah. So, I, I popular sci-fi concepts all the round objects check it out and uh this was winley mania and uh for this is what i usually say at the end of these shows uh for more winley crap garbage whatever you want to call it go at winley underscore band on all the social stuff and then check out winleyhub.blogspot.com to uh read some weird stuff and goodbye goodbye